This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. From former A's outfielder. Here comes Katze. Here comes the relay. The slide. He's in there. Inside the park. Home run. Mark Katze. To A's manager. It's time for the manager show with Mark Katze. Presented by Nest Bedding. The A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's cast. Visit nestbedding.com today. Here's Chris Townsend. Time for the Mark Kotze Show, brought to you by nestbedding.com. Love where you sleep for all your bedding needs, your mattress, your sheets, your pillows. They have a location in the Bay Area, but you go to nestbedding.com. Mark Kotze from Chicago, how are you? I'm doing well. Tony, how are you, buddy? I am doing well, and I was filling out my scorebook, and I realized all of a sudden you got the same lineup as you did yesterday. Am I am I seeing that correctly? That's that's great. Way to, way to start it off. Um, you know, uh, Mike Aldretti came in and he said, hey, what are we doing here today? I mean, we thought we were on track to go 161 of 162 with different lineups. So um, we do have the same lineup and, uh, you know, looking forward to these guys going out and, and hopefully uh, repeating the performance that uh, that they were able to have last night. What is that process like every single day when you put the lineup together and it's always different versus traditionally you like to have the same guys in the same spot. Just take us through that thought process. Yeah. You know, I think with the roster versatility and, you know, obviously, you know, there's, there's a lot of factors that go into it. The the youth that's on the roster, the veterans that are on the roster, um, you know, trying to balance um, what we would say, getting these young guys, the experience and, and, you know, also, uh, mixing in the veteran guys so that, you know, they provide that, that, that leadership and, you know, that foundation. So, um, you know, each day is different. Uh, each day presents its own challenges. Uh, each starting pitcher is different from day to day in terms of how they align with different swings. And, you know, obviously it's, uh, it's a collaboration of, of our hitting coaches, um, myself, um, you know, talking through what we feel each guy, individual guy has, you know, the opportunity to have the most success against. And then, you know, you look at the guys that, that aren't in the lineup and you, you try to evaluate how long they've sat for, um, you know, I've, I'm of the mindset, um, you know, to mix these guys in and to keep them fresh and to utilize the roster, um, so that everybody feels a part of it. And I feel like that's the best way that, you know, in terms of a team that you can, you know, keep guys uh, engaged, keep them fresh. Uh, if you look at our pinch hit numbers, uh, you know, guys coming off the bench right now are, are performing. And, uh, and you know, we're, we're in several categories, you know, at the top of, of the list with uh, performance from that standpoint. That's something to be proud of because that means your guys are engaged. They're engaged the entire game. It's not like you're looking around going, hey, 
we want so-and-so to pitch hit, and they're up there playing cards and playing video games. I mean, the fact that your guys are coming ready at all times, it's, you know, two hours, 40 minutes, three hours, whatever it is, and you guys lead and pinch hints, wouldn't you say that is something to be proud of? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I mean, the way that, that um, you know, the game has changed in terms of starting pitching, um, you've seen several teams, you know, use openers or use bulk guys, I mean, us included, um, but really, you know, to play matchups and, and, um, the more and more we get into this, you're seeing, you know, that change and in, in that process. You look at the Giants, the way they utilize their pitching uh, against us for those four game series, um, you know, outside of, um, you know, maybe two guys in their rotation. They've, they've opened for, for most of, or the other three. So um, really keeping them engaged and getting them um, opportunities uh, to have success really is, is uh, you know, what I look at each and every day. All the talk, obviously, is go off. We'll get into that. I want to bring up Shea Langoliers. I talked to them the other day, and the confidence is changing. You're seeing something different. The numbers show it. Last five games, hitting 353, four home runs. He's hitting the ball hard. He's seeing it. He's got good rhythm to his swing. Something's happening here at the very end. What are you seeing with your catcher? Well, it's, it's what we want to see happen, right, Tony? We, we want him to progress. We want him to finish on a strong note and, and you know, show that uh, this incremental progress is, is happening and going, you know, through the end of the season and, and you know, building off of that confidence level that, that we're hopeful of uh, going into next year. And I talked a lot about this, and I continue to compare him to Sean Murphy, his first full season, um, because I think there's there's a lot of similarities. You know, Sean struggled offensively. If you look at Sean's numbers, uh, not to say that Shays are in line, but I think they're pretty close, and maybe they will be in line at the end of the season, um, you know, the way Shays uh, swinging the bat right now. So he's worked hard. Uh, again, I, I alluded to this at the beginning of the year, the challenges that he was going to face, having only caught 25 games in the big leagues. Um, and and wanting to be great on the defensive side and learning that position and all it all that it entails really and the, from the scouting reports to you know the in game you know management of our pitching staff to uh, you know then going up and going to hit so um, I think he's you know trending in the right direction right now. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the most home runs Murph ever hit was last year at 18. He's at 15 with you know. A lot of games to go, really. And and you talked about how important it is for these guys to finish strong, and that's something you like to see. And for Zach Geloff, I mean, just the, the numbers in August, 346, seven home runs, 13 RBIs. We can go through all that at 1,100 OPS. There's something about leadership qualities you're starting to see. There's something that we like to call the it factor. Some guys have it. Some guys don't. Some guys have feel for the game. Some guys have a rhythm to the game. Just beyond the numbers, what are you seeing in the clubhouse? What do you see on the plane? What do you see on the bus? How do you see in the interaction? What kind of guy is Zach Geloff, and what kind of leadership qualities does he have? Uh, in terms of a guy, he's a great guy. Um, you know, we can, we can laugh, we can joke. Um, but yeah, we can be serious, uh, in conversations. And, you know, I think, uh, this young man has been impressive since, since he stepped foot in our clubhouse. Uh, he was impressive in spring training with, um, you know, his, his mindset, his confidence. Um, but you know, in terms of how he handles himself and, and, 
you know, whether he becomes, you know, this leader of this club, uh, he's going about it the right way. He's asking the right questions. He's surrounding himself, you know, with the right guys and um, really, truly just he's a worker. He comes in here, prepares every day. Uh, you know, today coming off last night's game, it was 100 degrees. It was, it was 65, 70 percent humidity. It was hot last night. It was a grind. It was like playing in the sauna. And uh, these guys were gassed. You know, we, we gave them a, a break today, you know, keeping them out off the field. And, and all Zach wants to do is go out and, and get some work in because it's part of his routine. So, um, you know, that says a lot about his character and, and about the way he, um, you know, pushes himself and, and the level that he expects to be at. And, you know, Tony, I'm, I mean, Witt is a great player. And Witt's probably the American League Rookie of the Year. It would have been fun, you know, had Zach got here a little bit earlier to see these two on a parallel path um, because what Zach's accomplished since he's been here is pretty incredible. Yeah, Witt's a decent little player, isn't he? He is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my God, that guy. Uh, Very, very impressive. You know, when I think about coaching, a lot of the great coaches, they're not going to be guys – that played at the big league level. A lot of the great coaches never played in the NFL or the NBA. A lot of great coaches, one of the things, they're great communicators, they're great teachers. And and with all that being said, there is something about having guys on your staff like yourself who have played in the big leagues so that you can talk to a Butler or Geloff about what it's like to be at this level. Talk about how not all great coaches, like I said, have to play at the highest level, but isn't it important to have some guys around that the players can talk about the experiences? Yeah, as long as the the players are old enough to know who you are, (laughs) what you did. Come on, we're not Um, that old. (laughs) Um, It it helps to be able to share experiences for sure. Um, You know, the 17-year career that I, I went through, uh, Mike Aldretti, 10 plus year career that he went through. Um, you know, we, we are able to to share those experiences in a way that may be different from someone that hasn't, um, you know, performed at this level, been on the field under the big lights, under you know, played on a state in a stadium with the third third level, the upper deck, you know, and things do change. And mindsets are, um, you know, somewhat um hard to to kind of communicate but yet if you've if you've been through those experiences i think they're more apt to to listen to you and open up and and ask more questions be more engaged and um you know last night lawrence butler came in walked in the office post game he's like cots i should have had that ball that intendi hit in front of me i'm like did you have the right read what was your first step he's like i broke and then i didn't think it was going to stay up that long, you know, and it's like, Hey, that's understandable. I mean, I've been in your shoes. If you come and you charge and you die for that ball, it goes by you. Now it's a triple, you know? So I granted there's two outs and yeah, it would have been a great play, but you played it the way, you know, you felt most confident in and, and the, that's the right mindset, you know? So uh, what's great about that conversation was that he came in and wanted to know, wanted to talk about it. You know, I guess we are not that far away where the players are going to come in and ask you what it was like to ride on trains and only play day games. <laughs> wool uniforms. There are those wool uniforms, and you guys oh, you, you guys used to sharpen your spikes before the game, right? Didn't that happen back in the day? 
Yeah, that's right, Tommy. That's right. You know, when we made the opening of your show um, talked about, you know, you this show talks about everything from humidors. And I was like, oh, are we going to talk about cigars today? Wow, we got it. I, I am willing. I am willing because, you know, I wouldn't mind finding a cigar sponsor for us as you and I are both big cigar guys. Uh, that might be a good. I'm always worried about what well, I'm willing to sell. I mean, I'll sell anything for God's sakes. I'm always <laughs> I'm always worried about what the organization is going to go. Eh. Hey, uh, Ruiz, um, what's the plan with him? Do you think the rest of the way of how much he's going to play in center, how much he's going to play left, right? how much he's going to lead off. What is your plan the rest of the way with him? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it's one, you know, I'm going to communicate to, to Ruiz in terms of, you know, right now against this right-handed run that we've got, you know, I'm going to try to find him, you know, the best matchups available. Uh, you know, he's been scuffling offensively, um, you know, not just against righties, but I think um, for the last couple of weeks been been scuffling, you know, and we're working on, um, getting him a little bit more upright, getting him more direct to the baseball. Um, you know, that's a, that's a process here and uh, change isn't easy. There, you're going to experience some failure, um, but you've got to stick with it and, and believe in it. And, uh, you know, I think for SD, um, you know, we're, he's going to be in the lineup. Um, you know, it's, 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 as I said, um, you know, a challenge at this point, you know, because performance does matter. And, and there are guys that are swinging the bat. Well, Lawrence has been swinging the bat. Well, Tony Kemp, you know, two hits last night, a double and a homer. Uh, Brownie's been swinging well. So, uh, you know, and obviously Rooker, what Rooker's been on a, on a run right now for the last yes. you know, seven, ten days. So, um, you know, performance is kind of dictating that as well. And, and uh, you know, we'll do our best to, to give him as many opportunities um, going forward as we can. Yeah, quickly, I want to get to Chicago real quick. Uh, but, yes, Rooker, it's great to see, you know, that first half was phenomenal. It's really good to see him starting to show those signs again. Yeah, the confidence is coming back, and uh, the at-bats have been great. Uh, last night he should have had I – mean, literally he missed the first pitch of the game that he flew out on. Um, he could have easily had three homers last night, but made, he made sure of the second homer uh, because Robert uh, made a great play on, on the ball to dead center. That's one of the better, better defensive plays I've seen all year. Let's end on this because I realize with a lot of our young staff, when you talk about Chicago, they're like, I haven't been. So if they're going to go east, they usually go to the east coast. They don't go to the Midwest. Chicago, to me, is one of the great cities in our country. I absolutely love Chicago. It's it's the big city with the nice Midwest people is the best way to explain it. You got you got a time to play in Chicago for the Chicago White Sox. How was your time and what do you think about Chicago? No, I love Chicago, and I think you're right. You know, it, it combines East and West because there's some East Coast culture here, and then there's a ton of West Coast culture as well. Like if you wanted to take New York City and take parts of New York City out of there and, and bring, you know, parts of San Fran or L.A. and dump it in, I think that's kind of the culmination of Chicago. You've got a beautiful lake lake shore. Um, you know, it's it's the weather outside of, you know, a couple months uh, is, is pretty nice. It's, it's not, it's not the East coast, uh, grind or grit. Um, but, uh, my time here and I got, got here in late, um, August of 09, um, and spent all year in 10, had a great time, you know, the, uh, from ownership to, to the fans, the fans are as blue collar as they get. And, uh, you, you got to appreciate the way they see the game and, and the way they support their team, um, you know, it's it's pretty awesome. 
I'm going to start working on a cigar sponsor right now, by the way. I have a uh, cigar store not far from my house. I'm going to work on something for us for uh, the 2024 season. All right, Tanya. And there's no chance you'd be able to get Upman to, to sponsor us, but, I mean, this is one of the finest ones. Um, any chance you reach out to Padron and can get them on the line, you'd be a hero. Anything is possible. By the way, I love the idea of you playing spoiler here in the second half, and it really starts the minute you touch down in Seattle, you got a great chance to play spoiler. Yeah, we, we really do. And, you know, I mean, we want to, we want to kind of, like I talked about in St. Louis, you know, establish an identity, um, play competitively. And, uh, you know, we'll have 18 games in our division against Seattle, um, Texas and Houston, uh, in, and also Anaheim. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it'll be fun. It's going to be fun to, uh, to see how we stack up against these highly competitive playoff contending teams. Great stuff. Enjoy the rest of the weekend and the Pacific Northwest. We'll see you back at the Coliseum. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. The Mark Kotze show right here on A's cast live and A's cast brought to you by nest betting. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. They got a location in the Bay area. But you go to Nest Bedding for your mattress, the mattress that Mark Kotze and his entire family sleep on. Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Ricky Henderson's a good friend of Nest Bedding. But you go to nestbedding.com for your bed, your pillows, your sheets. They got everything you need. They are the sponsor of the Mark Kotze Show. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.